Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good morning, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. I am the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, the absolute best mastermind on the planet. Let's go with the planet for growth-oriented entrepreneurs. I'm also the creator of the Dream Business Academy and host of Dream Business Radio, which is why we are here this morning. Welcome to this live edition of Dream Business Radio. I usually come in the afternoons, but I am book solid all day, so I, boom, plop this one into the... Uh, the morning rotation. This week, I'm going to share some information with you, some really important information about how you can charge higher fees for your goods and services. As a reminder, you can get more of my dream business building information, my training, all my thoughts, strategies, etc. by downloading my books. You can get all six of my books. There's a fan out five of them, the six ones right back there Decide, You can get them as Kindles for free. Just go to Amazon. You can download them. There's no deadline. You don't have to register. You don't have to do anything. Just download them for free. If you're into Nook Books, which is uh, what Barnes & Noble offers, you can go and uh, get them there. And you can also get them at the iBook store, the Apple iBook store. To date, we've done over 28,000 books have been downloaded on Amazon. So I'm guessing when you add in the others, it's quite a big number, which thrills me no end. Part of my new focus on legacy. As I'm doing this broadcast this morning, it is November 9th. And Stephanie and I are currently, we're in North Carolina, southern part of North Carolina, on our way to the Florida Keys. We're going to be spending three months there, January, February, and March in Marathon Key, and if you've been considering doing one of my um, really valuable half-day uh, private coaching sessions, that would be a wonderful spot to do it in. There's actually a hotel. We're at kind of Marina Resort. There's a hotel there. And um, my my book editor, Ann, was just down in Marathon said, Jim, there's another hotel like in walking distance that's even, even nicer or better or cheaper or whatever. So anyway, you can get more information about uh, my Fast Start private coaching program at getjimpalmer.com. But as I said, I got a busy day ahead, so we are going to plow forward with this training about how to charge higher fees. Now, folks, one of the reasons I think this is such an important and um, highly anticipated topic is because if you're a small business owner and you can actually you know, succeed in charging higher fees, that means you're going to earn more bottom line profit, more bottom line dollars, potentially with the same number of customers. As I usually say, customers, clients, patients, it's all interchangeable. And, and who among us doesn't want that? <laughs> hey, Jeff, how you doing? Good to see you. There are some real advantages to charging higher fees. For example, it can make your business easier and more efficient to run. So I'll give you a, a quick uh, little math. Should we should we do math here in a early? Well, if you're in the West Coast, it's even earlier. But anyway, let's say you want to earn or you want to add a hundred thousand dollars in revenue. Who would like to do that? Raise your hand. So, if you want to earn a hundred thousand dollars or more revenue, um, you can have fifty clients that pay you two thousand dollars. You can have twenty-five clients pay you four thousand dollars. You can have ten clients 
pay you $10,000 or five clients pay you 20. Or actually, if you're really, really super good, you could have two clients pay you $50,000. Two clients paying you 50 grand gets you a hundred grand. Well, he said, well, of course, Jim, that's, that's not easy to understand, but it's not as hard as you might think it is. So the the bottom line of the example I just gave, gave you is if you want to earn $100,000, what you want to think about, would you rather be serving two, five, or maybe 10 clients, or do you want to be serving 50 clients or 100 clients at $1,000 each? I, I guarantee you the um, the level of uh, stress, anticipation, anxiety, complaints, all that goes up, as you probably can understand with um with higher numbers of customers, clients, and patients. So friends, if, if you kill, this is the way I look at it. If you create a killer program and you market it like a champion, if you create what I call an irresistible offer, which is something I may teach on in the future, I haven't taught it yet because honestly, it's an incredibly valuable program. I somewhat decide what I'm going to do here for free on the old Facebook, but creating an irresistible offer is what takes people from wanting it and desiring it to like pushing them into yes. But let's say you do that. You have a killer program, you market it, you got a great brand, you got a wonderful irresistible offer. You got people saying yes to your program and your program has an annual price tag of say $20,000. It could be a, a, a coaching program. It could be a done for you item. It could be something where you're providing content, whatever. $20,000 equals $5,000 per quarter or $1,600 per month from one customer. So again, you only need five clients at this level to earn $100,000. That's where you want to be focused on. So this is not only an easier business to run with smaller numbers. And again, I think even smaller staffs, support issues, et cetera. It's easier to scale a business when the programs are larger, right? $2,000, again, 50 clients, you're earning $100,000 in revenue. All right, let me share a few thoughts with you because I know a lot of people, when, I, when I've when i taught this in the past, a lot of people struggle like, oh, it's easy for you to say or whatever. And it's like, I don't, I can't even imagine I have a $20,000 program. So, but that to me, there's some, there's some answers there, but to me, the bigger picture, the 10,000 foot view, if you have those thoughts, there's something that needs to be fixed or adjusted with your entrepreneurial mindset, especially as it relates to money. So as an entrepreneur, you are no different than an entrepreneur that might be what you would call a high income earner. High income earners do not possess some magical powers. They're not gifted or, or blessed in any way, more special than yourself. Besides having a brand, besides working really hard to position themselves as that expert in the in the niche that you're in, besides doing some great marketing, one of the biggest difference makers, and this is where I work with my clients quite heavily, one of the biggest difference makers is what makes it possible for some entrepreneurs to charge higher fees. It's their mindset. It's actually believing in themselves, right? So there's also... I'll probably unpack that a little bit more as I go, but I want to share something else with you. Just popped into my head. It's another training I, I when I was out speaking live. It's the difference between an entrepreneur and a small business owner. So a lot of times in my language, I'd say, well, I work with entrepreneurs and small business owners. People, aren't they the same? No, they're not. They could be. You could have a small business and be an entrepreneur, uh, but it's not. they're not one and the same. So let me explain. If you have a brick and mortar store, Let's say you're a jeweler, like my buddy Diamond Bill Warren. If you have a jewelry store, let's say it's 1,500 square feet, you're in a strip mall, your average town, and you grow, maybe you're doing half a million in sales, you're suddenly doing 700,000, but you're kind of maxing out plateauing. So you you kind of rearrange, you put in some more glass cases, you put some more expensive items, more expensive watches, whatever. In other words, you keep 
doing everything you can to push revenue up in this 1500 square feet of space. Eventually you plateau. You can't put any more cases. You can't make the cases any more full of product. And so a small business owner, the mindset of a small business owner is going to go, well, if I want to increase my revenue, what do I need to do? Go with me here. Open a second location, right? That's what you're going to do because it's all about driving sales, driving revenue. An entrepreneur is not solely revenue focused. An entrepreneur is wealth creation focused. So if I had the same example of that jeweler, let's say they max out at $750,000 a year. Well, how do they create more wealth? Well, if they don't want to be, you know, a, a, you know, in a, in, in a landlord business, if they don't want to be have leases all over the place in multiple stores with huge staff, you could then be a jeweler who says, well, look at the average jeweler does half a million dollars in sales. We're doing 750. Maybe you have a coaching program or a mastermind for jewelers like we set up for Diamond Bill. Maybe you could write a book, offer home study courses. Maybe there's different things you can do to use your your talent and your expertise in generating a very successful business and teach other jewelers because in any niche, I don't care what it is, jewelry stores, whatever, in any niche, there's going to be people who are doing really, really well at the top. There's going to be people who do really, really crappy at the bottom. Then there's going to be the big middle. There's going to be so many opportunities to create wealth for yourself by serving that big middle once you get up here. I hope that makes sense. I got to keep rocking and rolling today. So let me share some other ways that the mindset of a high income earner might be different than yours. High income earners truly believe in, in their heart, mind, soul, and every fiber of their being that what they're doing is good, what they're offering is valuable, what they're doing is going to make a difference in somebody's life. They also have the guts and courage, and I like to say the cojones, to look someone in the eye and tell them, this is this is what my fee is. This is the rate for my program. They say it with confidence, and they don't flinch, and they don't blink. Very often, a key difference maker is whether you project um, confidence with your body language, your mannerisms. Obviously, you know that old commercial, don't let them see you sweat, right? But if you project, when you're meeting with prospective clients, if you are projecting, you're always in cash flow mode. In other words, if every conversation you have with a potential customer, client, or patient is, I got to make this. Oh, God, I've really, really got to make this. If I don't make this, I'm dead. If you project that, and believe me, you, you can only suppress it so much. That's going to really, really show. So you have to have the aura of, of confidence. You have to have the demeanor and you have to have the language. And this is something else I work on is the language sales scripting of somebody with uber confidence that what I have is really, really good. We had a um, our November Dream Business Mastermind group call yesterday. And I said to people, imagine if you're knocking on the door. If you had the if you had the cure for cancer and you're knocking on the door of people you know had cancer and you could say this is what you can do like you could bring that much enthusiasm that much surety you could bring that much confidence to the conversation that's what you need to do with your own products okay the difference I'm telling you is quite stark and the choice can be it once you learn how to master this the choice it, you move from being the hunter to the hunted. And what I mean by that is you go from being an entrepreneur or small business owner who's always hunting for new customers and you go to one who's always being hunted. If somebody wants to work in this field, if someone needs help with this program, if someone needs to learn a certain skill, oh, you got to go here. That's when you become the hunted. So let's be clear. The most important part of charging more for your service is not some new marketing strategy or tactic. It is instead having the courage to actually do it. And if charging more involves changing someone's mindset, the first mindset that needs to be changed is yours. In, in many, many cases, the entrepreneur 
who doesn't believe that they're worth more or they don't believe what they do has a higher value, that's what we need to fix first. Okay. So, you know, I feel pretty strongly about this. I've been teaching this strategy for a long time. And honestly, I can't think of a business or a product or program that doesn't have some level of price elasticity built into it. Whether you can just simply set a higher price or you can do some simple things to make your product different. Like, oh, my mine's a commodity. Well, take that commodity, add a couple things to it or change it in a way or or bundle it with some other things that make it much, much different um, from from people who, who, you know, who in the commoditized world might be your competition. Price elasticity is really about how you get higher price profits from the same amount of people from what you know, which I believe is always your special skill or talent. And price is not the primary reason your customers do business with you. The primary reason your customers do business with you is because they believe you can solve a problem that they have. Price elasticity gives you the opportunity to raise your prices, often much higher than you even thought possible if you place the correct value on your skill and program. By the way, um, I know I'm going kind of fast. I really want to cover a lot of stuff, and I only got a half an hour to do it. So one of the most important things about price elasticity, hear me on this, write this down. One of the most important things about price elasticity, it's not about the what. It's not about the what you're selling. It's these three things. It's who is buying, how they are buying, and from whom they're buying. So who is buying your target customer? Is everybody your target customer? No. If you try and market to everybody, you really tamp down. You want to be seen up here as being the best. The best doesn't charge $97. If you're going to like, if you're going to go in somebody's house and fix their heater or whatever, and, oh, here's 40, it's $47. Well, what the hell? Well, it should be $470, right? So who is buying? You want to be marketing to the right person, how they are buying. Is this a product or service? How are they consuming it? Do they actually just want you to do it for them is another thing. Um, and who are they buying from? Now, the who they're buying from speaks to you. Yes, you, right? <laughs> who are they buying from? This is all about the brand and position that you have in the marketplace. You know, when I created my first business doing newsletters for companies, I was doing really well. And then I learned internet marketing. So my second business was actually no hassle newsletters still going today. I, I branded myself the newsletter guru. Folks, I didn't go to college for writing or uh, journalism. I'm a self-taught hack at uh, desktop publishing, but I knew enough to create really good newsletters. And I branded myself the newsletter guru because if anybody was asking, well, who, who can help me with a customer newsletter? Oh, go to the newsletter guru. That was me. <laughs> so you anoint yourself, but I mean, you have to back it up with the service. Okay. So one thing also to understand is people don't pay more because you have extra schooling. They don't pay more because you have extra degrees or a bunch of letters after your name. By the way, other than you and your cohorts in that niche, who knows what those letters stand for? I understand. Hey, I'm proud. I went to 22 years of college and I've got like 52 letters after my name. Nobody knows. And more importantly, and I'm sorry to be blunt, nobody gives a damn about all those things. That's not how they're going to make a decision. They're going to make a decision if they totally believe this is the one I need. When people buy, especially business to business, but also in consumers, when people buy, a lot of times they're in some sort of pain. And it could be, I have a dirty carpet. Well, you think that's painful. Well, what if your, your in-laws show up over the holidays and your carpet looks like crap? So I mean, I got to get this fixed. And, and by the way, I don't want to chance somebody, have somebody come back. So you're going to, who's the best? Who can clean these carpets? Who can do it right? Same thing with heat. Same thing with marketing. Same thing with creating content, right? 
you want to go to somebody if you're in pain and that means you have a problem to be solved. You want to go to somebody who's going to provide hope and certainty. Those two things, those two words were worth the price of admission today. Hope and certainty. No matter what you sell, your customers, clients, and patients are going to buy two things, hope and certainty. They want to hope that you have the answer and they want to feel that you are projecting certainty that if they say yes, boom, you're going to get it done. Hope and certainty. Remember that. As a consumer, there are many reasons and and strategies on why people will pay higher prices for what you offer, even if it's a commodity item. Some of these, what I'm going to call them price enhancers include, here we go, ready? Convenience, speed of delivery, a higher level of service. Those three are the big three. Convenience, you have no idea how much people will pay for convenience. Well, just look at pizza delivery. It's not that hard to go 10 minutes down the road and pick up your pizza, but they will pay extra, right? There's whether it's a dollar or two, and then you got to put in the tip. So you are paying extra. Federal Express proved this in the late 70s when Fred Smith started Federal Express. This is, I don't recall if fax machines were in yet, but let's just go with my example of you could put a stamp, a first class stamp on a letter in Boston. And let's just say the stamp at that time cost 20 cents. I have no idea, but it's 20 cents. And the postman would come to your door and pick it up and he'd take it and fly it all the way across the country or truck it, whatever, and deliver it to your 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 other company in California, all the way across the country for 20 cents. But when Federix, Federal Express came in and they did letter packets, they didn't always do packages. They started with the letter pack. I think it was like 23, 25 hours, something like that. So 20 cents versus 25 hours. But the convenience thing is you, you came here and there was also speed of delivery. People will absolutely pay for convenience. They're going to pay for speed of delivery. And I'll tell you what, they are absolutely going to pay for a higher level of service. I'm working by the way, in my own business, I prove this, but I'm working with several of my VIP clients right now. And these done for you options, I get it. Sometimes, Jim, I don't want to be in the done for you business. I don't want to be doing it for everybody. Okay, fine. Well, let's figure out what else you can do. But I'm telling you, some people that have a lot of uh, intelligence and smarts and experience, you could put together what's called, this is my blueprint, whether it's your book or whether it's a home study course, whether it's a video course, you go through this, whether it's $97, $250, $500, doesn't matter. This is soup to nuts, A to Z. This is everything you need to learn how to do it. Guess what? Some people don't want to do it. They just want somebody to do it for them. One, one of my uh, current VIP clients has a, has a uh, membership program. It's at like $47 a month. It's got hundreds of people in it, which is great. It's a nice, nice, nice business. This person also just created a done-for-you option, which is, isn't, I'm going to teach you how to build a website. I'm going to teach you how to create this membership. I'm going to teach. No, no, no. I will do it for you, and I'll do it for you in 30 days. And the price tag is 7500 bucks. and already the first four people, and like I think this person, my client, only wants to do like maybe four a month. So from $47 to $7,500 because of convenience, speed of delivery, and an absolute higher level of service. Hear me on this. That is a great, great moneymaker. All right. Most business owners, that was pretty good, right? If you like that, give me a thumbs up or say, yeah, Jim, keep going <laughs> or something. But that right there, I'm telling you, this, this is a kick butt training. A little voice in my head says, most business owners fail to listen to or place a high enough level of importance in what your customers are telling you is a perceived level of service that they want. That most people, okay, I want done for you. I want you to do it all. And I'm not going to pay you more than $97. People don't say that. 
they come to you from your brand. You you get them with your marketing, and then the irresistible offer presents them with this amazing option, and it's got a price tag way up here. But they go, yeah, but if I just do yes to this in 30 days, I'm going to have this whole business in a box. Okay, I'll find the money. That's how people are doing it, okay? So with all of that being said, with all that being said, the one factor that remains, I think the most important, got a drink. The one thing I think, the one factor that remains the most important in determining how much someone will pay for your product or services is the perceived level of expert status or celebrity expert status. How have you created your brand? Are you an also or are you the absolute go-to person? So I was the newsletter guru. I built a hell of a business. I had over 1,200 small business owners paying me between 47 and 197 a month in nine countries because I was the newsletter guru. It's so crazy. And be, I'll be honest with you, when I teach this strategy, I'm like, I was scared to death to first call myself the newsletter guru because, again, I had a little bit of head trash. Like, again, I never went to school for journalism. I'm not a great writer, but I do know how to hire editors. So it looks like I'm a good writer. And I, I, I know enough about desktop publishing to create these templates. And I just went with it. And people were coming because you're the newsletter guru. When I started exhibiting, people wanted to get their picture with me. When I created my first book, The Magic of Newsletter Marketing, they brought a copy to my booth and they wanted me to sign it. All right. I'm st I was still the same Jim Palmer I was six months before I did all that. But what was the deal? It was my celebrity expert brand, Jim Palmer, the newsletter guru. That's the guy who's helping us with our business. That's the guy who's doing our newsletter for us. I got his picture. I got his autograph. That's the big, that's a huge difference maker. Do not overlook that. So have you ever created your, and today, and then of course I transitioned into the dream business coach because the, having a dream business allows you to live your dream lifestyle. So I could be an also business coach, but I created this whole dream business thing, dream business academy, dream business radio. I had dream business TV, dream business mastermind and coaching program because I can help you create a dream business so you too can live your dream lifestyle. That's my brand today. Okay. So have you created your brand? Have you created your star power, your position in the marketplace as the go-to authority expert for what it is you do? If not, call me. I can help you with that. We're very, very good at that. Are you also, or are you also seen as just another alternative? What I call the also, oh, you want somebody else? Yeah, they also do that. Oh, and this guy over here, he also does that. That's, believe me, you don't want to be an also if in fact, you want to charge higher fees. Higher fees come from the first of all, the perceived celebrity expert status, hope and certainty, irresistible offers, and then delivering on what you're going to do. That's how you're going to make more money. Customers will absolutely 100% pay more to do business with somebody or a company who they perceive to be the best there is. All right. Uh, one example I used to give when I was out speaking is I got involved. I'm, I became a pretty good copywriter, but I started working with some copywriters early on. And I learned that if you need help writing copy, like let's say you're going to uh, put together a website, a sales letter, whether it's a sales letter online or an actual sales letter, you mail, you know, direct mail, God forbid. Right. But um, you could hire a copywriter for a thousand, maybe three thousand dollars. You'd get a pretty good level of copywriting. And then there are people in the five to ten thousand dollar range, again, a smaller number. And then there are people like the Dan Kennedys who might charge a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, holy crap. Now, if the average customer 
thinks, oh, holy crap, 10,000 versus 3,000 or 100,000 versus 10,000, a lot of times they're going to go, that's way overpriced. They don't do that. What they say is, God, that must be good. Now, Dan Kennedy, I heard him speak. He goes, it was like copywriting seminar. He goes, my, is my copy 10 times better than the guy who's really, really good at $10,000, which at 10,000 is, is at least three to four times more than most other people? He goes, no, it's not. But what people buy, and this is where I first heard the words, hope and certainty. They know if I crank out that letter, it's going to produce some massive sales. And so it will surpass the $100,000 investment. So I, I got a little off track there, but I wanted to share that with you. They will absolutely pay a higher premium fee to do business with somebody where they have hope and certainty. Customers, clients, and patients, no matter what the niche, will pay more for someone they deem to be the best at what they do. And they'll pay more for somebody who can offer substantially more convenience, speed of delivery, and a better experience. Okay. Now, if you're used to attracting with your I don't, I don't want to be rude, but your crappy current advertising, we'll go with that, right? And those people suddenly see this, you're going to get like no's and rejections. Oh my God. But that's okay. That's not the target you're going after once you make this switch and create a higher brand. All right. Um, so it's a powerful brand that gets you going. And, and um, once you have that powerful brand, of course, how you actually develop that reputation and have, and go from being the hunter to the hunted is doing what using what I call my million dollar platform, the dream business million dollar platform includes being an author. Okay. And we've published myself and all kinds of books and training programs. You, you see me post those pictures on my Facebook and stuff. So being an author, owning your own media, such as a podcast, video channel, blog, etc. Facebook is not media you own. You don't own your page. I could be gone tomorrow and they're doing it, but I do own my blog. I do own my podcast. I contribute. I control the content. I control how often I want to do it. I can control how often I want to use it and repurpose it, which is something Jeff Herring's very good at. My video channel, I can say how many times I want to broadcast that or strip the audio out, turn it into a podcast. When you own your own media, and I'm not talking about buying a freaking TV station for millions of dollars. When you own your own media, which is very possible today, that gives you a substantial leg up. All right. If you're still struggling with price, dang it, I got to get going. If you're still struggling with price, I'm going to say something now that should really, really help you. Listen to me. You are not your average customer. And what I mean by that is your average customer doesn't know what you know. Otherwise, they wouldn't need you at all. Right. So, you know, when I bought this boat, I didn't know the first thing about diesel engines. So I had to have mechanics come on for the first year, almost two. Now I've really learned to do a lot myself. But when I didn't know, I really needed them. And I always wanted to go for the, but who's the best diesel mechanic? I never said, who's the cheapest diesel mechanic? I got a problem. Who's the best diesel mechanic that can help me like today? And that's the person you go with. And believe me, they're like $125 an hour. But then I learned and, and, and you keep going. The, the reason I'm telling you this is as I learn, it's I become more like the service provider, right? So your customers, most of the people buying from you, they aren't you. They don't know what you do. And so knowing what you do, that actually becomes dangerous. It's almost like you have complacency in your brain, entrepreneurial brain box. Well, I know how to do that. But if somebody needs a, a copy, copywriting letter, I can write that in about a half an hour. I can't see charging more than $500. I mean, actually, if it's a half an hour, I should charge $300. No, it's a $2,000 letter because it's going to generate Twenty or thirty thousand dollars worth of sales. So it's not based on your time. Do not base your fees on your time. 
So when I, excuse me, going too fast. When I coach entrepreneurs and small business owners in my dream business mastermind and coaching program, depending on the coaching level people are at, I have three levels. I could spend anywhere from 30 minutes a month to two hours a month, again, depending on the client. If I was to simply set my fees, the investment you make to be part of my coaching program based on the amount of time, that's where you start getting hung up. I base my fees on the unbelievable deliverable, which is my brain and my content and, and my coaching of how I help people get to the next level. So for example, if somebody was to pay me say $500 a month, I'm not going to completely do the build their business in a box and help them generate $100,000 in revenue. That wouldn't be fair. I will do it all day long for my VIP clients. So there is, there is a, uh, if you want to call it pay to play, but depending on the level and the, the bigger point I want to make here is you want to base your fees on the ROI. What is your customer going to get in exchange for working with you? That's not how it, not how quickly you can do it. All right. So it's really about the total value as perceived by your customer. You are not your average customer. I want you to remember that. So sometimes coaching um, clients will ask me, well, Jim, as I push up my prices, how much is too much? And what I need you to understand is it's kind of simple. If you're not getting some pushback or complaints that your prices are too high, your prices are too low. You should be. Well, if there's a if there was math, I sort of came up with this. It's not scientific. If you're if you're not getting price resistance from say 20 to 30 percent of the prospects, meaning 20 to 30 percent of the people you present your program to, if you're not close, if you're closing say 70 to 80% and 20% are pushing back, then you're in, that's the sweet spot. Now, guess what? If you close 80% at your higher prices, 20% have some price resistance. I'm telling you with the right sales scripting and language that I can help you with, you can take that 20% that are pushing back and close half of them. So you can actually close 90%. But my point is, if you're not getting pushback, if what I like to say, if they, if they go, ooh, and, and they grimace a little bit. They swallow hard and say, okay, let's go. Now you know your prices are, are getting where they need to be. <laughs> All right, folks. I'm going to probably had more to share, but 1130, I got to rock and roll. I got to have lunch. I'm on phone calls all day long today. Um, but if your prices are 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 just being accepted, hey, $7,500, my great client, $7,500. If nobody balked, nobody balked. I said, we should go to 9500 right? We want a couple people to balk. So anyway, that's a lot of nuggets in half an hour. Would you agree? If you're watching this live, give me some thumbs up or comments or hearts. I don't know what, what goes on there on Facebook. Or if you're watching this on the replay, would you do me a favor? If you really enjoy the training, hashtag replay. Just say, hey, good stuff, Jim. Or if you liked a certain thing, let me know that. Um, if I can help you with your uh, entrepreneurial uh, mindset, if I can help you create a killer brand, create uh, irresistible offers, if I can help push you to higher levels of success and actually earn more money, you can reach out to me at getjimpalmer.com, www.getjimpalmer.com. If you want to learn more about the awesome Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, which would be an, an amazing decision on your part, that is dreambizcoaching, dreambizcoaching.com. Again, if you want to visit me uh, during January, February, or March at uh, Marathon Key to do a half-day uh, consult, and I say it's a half day. You know, if you come down there and do a half day, we'll probably the other half of the day, I'll take you out in the boat, assuming there's not a monsoon or something. So it'll be a pretty special day. You can check that out at getjimpalmer.com. Look for Fast Start Coaching Program, getjimpalmer.com. And remember, download all six of my books. There's an amazing education here for free. That is my gift to you as I um, work to build my legacy. I hope today was an eye opener as to how you can actually charge more fees. You can earn a significantly higher bottom line income 
potentially with the same number of clients, customers, or patients. But I think that's it. I'm on vacation next week, so you won't see me live. But there'll be a podcast. There'll be always content we're creating, so I'll be around somewhere. (laughs) You'll see me. But until the next time we are together, I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.